You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, Hannies. It's Amiria Sai, and you're back for season two of The Take On. Hi, everyone. It's Amiria Yas. You're back with The Take On. Um, I've been in the midst of literally laughing at all the memes on Twitter with Instagram and Facebook being down. Um, Mark Zuckerberg under a pound of, you know, cords in the whatever they call that server room is just like cracking me up. Um, so I hope you're if you're out there listening, I'm sure at this point, Instagram will be back up and running. But it's kind of refreshing having not to post anything today. Um, I'm just loving that for myself. But anyways, enough about that. Moving on to Sweet Life Los Angeles, exec produced by Issa Rae. I'm obsessed. I just finished the reunion. Uh, Amanda Scott was on and she'll be, her episode will drop tomorrow. Um, so I'm excited. So we, and we have the star of the show, in my opinion, uh, Brianna. I'm obsessed. Um, how are you, honey? What's going on? I am well. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. I mean, listen, you had the most like, your number one, a fan favorite. I did all my research, went through Twitter. Everyone's obsessed ah. with you. Um, <laughs> I love that. They are. They really are. And I think what people love about you is a lot of times when people do a reality show, especially their freshman season, I'm friends with a lot of, you know, Bravo people, whatever. Mm-hmm. They always are a little bit more guarded. And you did not do that. So you really let us in in, in a really, really beautiful way. Um, and I, I was just, I was just so impressed. So, um, talk to me a little bit about that. Were you like, holy crap? Like when it dropped, you're like, oh God, I was too open. Like, you did, know did you have any reservations? So, okay. During filming, I think it was really easy for like a lot of us to just kind of open up and be genuine because we genuinely like don't know how big the show is going to be. If people right. are even going to watch it. But just on top of that, also, like, Issa Rae is the executive producer. All the other producers are mostly, like, for the most part, like, women and Black women or women of color. And so I just felt, like, really safe and protected by that. Like, I felt like I could be myself and be open and be vulnerable because I just felt like I was in really good hands. Like, they're not going to have me on TV looking stupid or looking crazy. It just, I just felt really safe in that space. And I think that's so powerful. And that's why I always talk about a lot of times we talk about diversity on camera, which is, again, wonderful. I love, Mm -hmm. you know, me being queer, Muslim, Persian, I have intersections more than freaking La Cienega Boulevard. But like, (laughs) the fact of the matter is, like, if I'm the only one that's on camera, that doesn't do enough if everyone off camera is white and has no idea where I'm coming from. Exactly. That's like, really, really cool. Um, Talk to me a little bit about what Issa Rae smells like. (laughs) 
That's what you know what's crazy? Know. She is so pretty in real life and her skin is just perfect. Like she just, when I met her in real life, I literally immediately started sweating and just <laughs> was like in awe. So like at the reunion episode is like our mm-hmm. first time meeting in person. And it mm-hmm. just, I just didn't even know what to say. Like I was sitting there like thinking of like funny jokes or just something that I could say <laughs> that she might like relate to. But it's like no words came out. I was literally just standing there but yeah she is just like a mate like she's just exactly who you would think she is in person i love that and you know i i've i know people that have worked with her and everyone kind of echoes what you're saying I, and you know with the the skin do you think she's using buttered by brie maybe that's what it is we i don't that? think so yet but mm. i need to get sis in some in some get her moisturized yes you need mm-hmm. you need that um yeah i mean i think it's really funny with with a show like this where you guys are actually friends i think it's refreshing because a lot of us are used to like for me, I'm 35 being like the real world where like they put a bunch of strangers together or now with like real mm. housewives where they're kind of casted like, oh, this is my friend, but I've never met her. Like I felt like you guys right? were really friends, which is really yeah. refreshing. Oh, yeah. I'm glad you could see that. But yeah, mm-hmm. these are like my real friends. I would say that I definitely like got closer to Cheryl and some of the guys just because we were together more often because we right. were filming. But like, these are all people I know in real life and like have hung out with and stuff. But definitely like me, Ty, Lynn and Rebecca, so close. I definitely um, grew closer to Amanda through filming and stuff. But mm-hmm. I just love Thailand so much. I'm so grateful that she just like shares all her friends with me. I know she's so open and Amanda spoke l- very highly of you. So um, when that oh, episode drops, yeah, you, you'll, you'll <laughs> hear her. Uh, she talks about your emotional arc of the season. And I, I definitely agree with that. Cause there, there definitely was a progression in your character and you know, mm-hmm. were you like, are you still kind of pinching yourself with the billboards and like all of the love? And is it like, kind of, does it feel a little unreal? And did you kind of know what you were signing up for? So I have never done like anything like this. I've never mm-hmm. like modeled really been on anything. I, I never had like I don't believe that. I you're swear gorgeous. I literally just tried to take pictures today and they're like kind I'm of kidding. cute, but barely. You're you're um, very cute. I, we've <laughs> seen your Instagram, you. you're very cute. <laughs> thank you. But um I'm so sorry, I'm forgetting the question. Oh no, I was just much. sorry. I, I just I'm like so all over the place. So basically, I want to know kind of how it feels like having the billboards yes. and the show, and like does it feel kind of unreal? And are you having people kind of come out of the woodwork? People you haven't talked to because a lot of times when you do TV, people mm-hmm. start coming out of the woodwork. Like, hey, girl, let's get together, and you're like, mm, you ignored me for the last five years. Like, is that you know happening a little bit? You know what's crazy? Not not so for me. I would say like okay. my mom. Like a lot of people are hitting her up. Like, oh my god! Like <laughs> we saw Brie doing this, this, and this. My mom and my mom's like, girl, I haven't talked to you in so long. Now you're talking to me about my daughter. But like Ooh. for me, it's just like people from my hometown, from Michigan, have been really supportive. And like I'm trying to respond to like every single person that I've known from my past because I don't want it to be like, oh, I moved to LA. I'm on the show now. Like I forgot you and who you are. So I just been really like considerate and just like intentional with like responding to people. But I don't think it, it's honestly, I was surprised to see like how many people were supporting me, especially from home. Like just like my little brother will tell me, like I saw all these people posting my mom, like I said, is telling me, but it's just like, it is just so heartwarming that like my city just feels like I have put them on and like, I'm making like my whole hometown proud. But like, yeah. as far as people coming up to me, 
So like me and my friends, we went to New York a few mm-hmm. weeks ago and people were coming up to us there like, oh my God, are you Brie from Sweet Life? And yes. like, that was so surreal. Like I felt like a celebrity, but like in LA kind of, I feel like everyone here is just so cool. And so like doing something already that like people aren't really coming up to me, but like mm-hmm. they may, I hope they're tapped in though still, you know? They are. They're watching. People in LA mm-hmm. are assholes. I, I worked as a publicist for years. Like, I'm like, just if you like someone, go up to them and say, I like you. Everyone's just trying right? to be cool. Oh. Mm, it's annoying. Everyone but, here is cool. Yeah, well, are they? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, mm, I don't know. I think a lot of people here are a little fake. But I think that the, the reason people like you guys is that you're genuine. And you're also like reasonable, right? Like a lot of times we watch these aspirational shows and it's like, Oh, I could never do that. And I was talking to Amanda about that. And it's like, mm-hmm. you guys live large. And obviously, you have the PJ and you go to Mexico. And you, But there's also an attainability in like the way you built your business and the way that she bought her first home. Mm-hmm. It's like people can watch and be like, yes, this is Black excellence. But it's also in some ways, you're, you're in your mid-20s. It's attainable. It's not like you're driving a Royce Royce and being ridiculous. Like, yeah, I don't you drive know, at all. You know, I don't have a car. Okay, so, well, but yes. it's like... <laughs> It's like we're really grinding in real life. Like, you know, we're filming, still working our nine to fives or whatever type of job we had, have. I'm still working now, but it's just Mm -hmm. like it. Yeah, I feel like it's relatable. So I hope that, you know, like if we get more seasons to come, like obviously like our lives will be a little elevated. So I feel like it may, you know, like let's say we get 10 seasons, like hopefully by season 10, like we're rich in mansions and stuff. And it's just like, maybe that's not so attainable, but at least like people were there for the, the grow the growth, you know? Absolutely. And we love a glow up, like, you know, with Bethany Frankel, like she was selling cookies in a grocery store and now she's a billionaire. We like that. Like people like to see that. So, um, you know, I think buttered by Brie will be on all the shelves and you'll be in Sephora and Ulta. Let's manifest that for you. Speak that into existence for me. Yeah. I want to be like Rihanna, like how she has Fenty everything, like buy Brie everything. I love it. I'm listen, I'm here for it. Like you manifest. I mean, if your dreams are not big enough that people laugh, then they're not, then you're not doing the right thing. I so, love that. Yeah, that's what I always say. I mean, people thought, I mean, listen, for a fat, queer, Persian Muslim to be doing the things I'm doing is ridiculous. But I do it and I don't really give a shit what people think. So You're doing it well. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, I want to talk a little bit about um, when you guys were in Mexico. We're going to get to Jordan, y'all. Don't worry. I know people are listening <laughs> yeah. being like, when are we talking about Yay! that? <laughs> We're going to get there. We'll get there. Um, I want to talk about the way your friends supported you on that photo shoot. They put all their BS aside and like everyone kind of banded together. Yes, um, I was literally so emotional, like about to cry. I don't know if you really? can tell, but like I, I was tell. holding back tears. Yes. I just like, it's crazy because like I don't really do well when like the spotlight or attention is like solely on me and like my, mm-hmm. like it's just really scary, I think, for me to just put myself out there and to just like express my ideas sometimes. And so I just feel like for that, like in that moment, it was like the kind of the first time I had done that and they were just being so supportive. Jordan, Cam, Roland, like just being so nice and encouraging. It was just like, wow, like I can actually, you know, do this and like I have the support. It just was so emotional that's amazing i mean and to have your friends again like i said with the whole podcast issue and like put it all aside and be like we're not dealing with that let's just like help brie i thought that was i I think that's really noble and i and i I like that you guys Mm -hmm. weren't doing it for the cameras and i've noticed like because i'm like very into research so i looked at everyone's instagrams i'm like nobody's like like being ridiculous or like i'm the star or like even i was worried about pj kind of being like I'm the star. Um, you know, the whole McLaren, <laughs> you know, that McLaren whole moment. Pete. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That whole BS he did. Um, but even him, like, he was a lot more... I mean, he did kind of, like, crash and burn with Issa Rae, but that's, like, that kind of made people laugh on Twitter. When he was like, we're <laughs> best friends, we- and she was like, I gotta go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching that back cracking oh, up God. when he it was, was so like, funny. oh, where are you going? And she was just like, I'm, like, I'm about to go. Like, I'm Bye. gonna do some insecure stuff. She's like, I have things to do. See ya. (laughs) Um, I I like that a lot. And I like that she was kind of like your big sis auntie, like came in and kind of did her thing and left. I thought I was trying to say like, girl, I want to be friends. Like um, Jordan (laughs) be saying like auntie, like PJ's like, oh, besties. But it's like, no, I want to be like actual friends, girl. So like, I want her to know that like, I respect her and like, I admire her art and like the, her ideas, like you are a star to me, but also like, girl, I want to be friends. Like I want to come over for brunch, you know? Yes. I want to come over for brunch, Issa. You know, if she has listening. like those parties. Right. Issa, let me come over, girl. Yes. Let us both come over. We're fun. I mean, <laughs> I'm a Gemini. I don't, Brianna, what's your sign? Scorpio. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. October 28th. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you're, you're all, oh my God, it's almost your birthday-ish. It is. I'm trying to get in shape. Okay. I've been trying to eat healthy. Oh, please. Your body is enviable. I want to get to that. So people are like, there was a lot online where people were like, really happy that everyone's kind of living there. You guys are not giving into that Hollywood standard, right? Like that Mm -hmm. kind of stick skinny bullshit. And it's funny because now white girls are trying to have those bodies and they're paying for it. So mm-hmm. it, it's just the whole BBL thing and all of that. And like, I think you guys owning your bodies and where you're at, I thought was, and then just the fashion, all of it. Like, were you nervous about like showing your body in the bathing suit and all that? Like, were you like, I, I mean, especially with social media, there's just so much like bullying. Like, were you worried about it? I mean, you look fabulous, but you Thank know, you. it's still, yeah. So I would say in the moment, like, no, I wasn't really worried. Like I felt pretty confident. I was, mm-hmm. I was working out pretty consistently, mm-hmm. but like watching it back, it's just really easy to critique yourself and to just like think, ter- like just think negative things about the way that you look or the way that your posture is. And so right. like, for me, I just have to like, I had to take a break from rewatching it so many times. And then also like I was watching it once and I just remember like, I was just thinking the worst things about myself. Just like, Mm. wow, girl, like your stomach is poking out. Like your arms are thick, honey. But I just had to literally like open my journal and write something positive. Like as I was thinking these negative things, cause I'm like, I cannot like break myself down like this because now it's like I'm in public and I'm thinking about the way I'm standing or like sitting. And it's just like, no, we don't need to have all this extra pressure in real life. Like, just calm down. Like you're enough. You're fine. It, it, that negative self-talk is, is real. I, I've been guilty of it as well. And sometimes you have to be like, why? Like, why are you doing that to yourself? It's crazy. Like I wouldn't talk to anyone else like that mm-hmm. or say anything like that to someone else. So it's just like, girl, stop saying it to yourself. That, that's, listen, that's good advice. You got to say that for the cheap seats in the back. I mean, like, if, <laughs> if you're not going to say it to your best friend, why are you saying it to yourself? I, I, I struggle with that myself. And I'm always like, what are you doing? Yeah, Me it's too. crazy. But it's a work uh, in progress. I think I'm doing a lot better. Good. And sometimes like being on TV and like, you know, when I've been on TV as well, I'm like, I look back and I'm like, oh, it's so embarrassing. And I'm like, embarrassing or not, like there are millions of people that will never be on TV. So you can criticize me, but honey, you're mm. never going to be on a screen. So, okay. Yeah. I think that so, we all like everyone on the show or just anyone who's been on TV, like, it's just yeah. like you really put yourself out there and just like yeah. give yourself some credit for that. Absolutely. Hallelujah to that. Um, I want to talk a little bit about this and then we will get to Jordan. I know I'm just having so much fun going through the rest of it. Um, but yeah, you know, colorism, obviously, in the black community is like a big issue. And, you know, mm-hmm. on Basketball Wives, it's come up. It's come up on Live on Hip Hop, a lot of other reality shows as well. Mm-hmm. You're 
friend group has like all different shades and colors. And I think that you guys, that didn't come up. Like, d- is that something that has ever been an issue for you? Or like, because you're a little bit more like white passing. Do you like, yeah, so like issues I don't there? think, I don't like experience like colorism. I think okay. that I'm on like the privileged end of that. And so mm-hmm. I just try to make it like my responsibility just to make sure that like, I am not taking, like I'm not, taking from someone else who could be maybe more qualified for something or just making sure that like any jobs I take or any men that I'm speaking to, it's like, you're not just doing this because like I'm some light skinned girl. Like I just, I don't like that at all. Mm -hmm. So I just try to make sure that like I, you know, put my friends or just anyone in spaces or give them opportunities that like they may be suited better for, or just, I just really like, I don't ever want to take a job or speak to a man. Like I said, that's just like only doing that because like I'm a light skinned girl. That's the best answer I've ever gotten. <laughs> so that was that was very, very good. Because I'm also white passing, even though I'm Persian. And I, you know, a lot of people mm-hmm. just assume that I'm white. And I think that understanding that privilege doesn't take away from the fact that you are still part of a community. And so like being, I think, cognizant of it is like the first mm-hmm. step. And I think that you being aware of that is, is really great. Um, Let's get to the elephant in the room, <laughs> um, yeah. Jordan. Um, so obviously in the reunion, you guys kind of like figured it out somewhat. But then there was the whole <laughs> Miami thing. Like, did that, that was so you weird, wasn't it? Okay. Yeah, it was. I was like, that what? Was you so made out with interesting. her? What? I was like, what? I don't know what happened, honestly. Like all the information I got about that night was what was said on the show. But mm-hmm. I definitely was like thrown for a loop. So like... When she's like, oh, someone stand up. I'm literally like, I, it, like, it never crossed my mind that, oh, yeah, it could be Jordan. I'm just immediately thinking, like, it's definitely Kofi. Like, are you joking? It was Kofi. Cause he was laughing too. He stood up too for a second. So I was confused. <laughs> but, yeah, he did. like, what's going on? Yeah, that was mind blowing. Jordan and I are great friends. That was like a very interesting experience in Miami. Um, that was weird to me. I was like, did you do that for like, I don't, I, I'm confused. I felt like I was like, there I was, they didn't even talk to each other that day. But okay. I would have loved to be like a fly on the wall and just like, or just like have his phone and go through it and see exactly how this like came to be. Yeah. Like, I really need to know. Talk then, to each other. How'd you guys get your, each other's phone numbers? Like, yeah, I want to know all I, of that. <laughs> I need to know all of, we need all that info, Miami. And Miami also had a glow up. I'm like, she came oh, to she, the reunion. Okay. I was like, what? <laughs> I thought she, you know, I think she's really pretty still. And I thought her makeup looked really good. Her hair. I think she looked really pretty at the reunion, but I just, I also just think she's pretty in general. I agree. And where do you stand with her? Do you, do you think, because a lot of people on Twitter, obviously, and I talked to Amanda about this as well. People love Miami. It's like justice for Miami. They like love her. And I think that, um, this is what Amanda said. She said that some of the stuff that was happening with like, basically like her calling out PJ wasn't shown. So do you think that it was kind of a little bit skewed to make it seem like you guys were just coming? Because that, that storyline of like coming for the woman, not the man is like pisses people off. You know, it kind of yeah, polarizes no, like people. people. Yeah, people went yeah. crazy about that. I definitely like that's why I made it a point to say at the reunion, like, girl, so you're saying that we didn't have any energy for PJ when it's just like really like. I had to apologize to PJ in Palm Springs because like I was going so hard on him. Like I was really (laughs) coming for real. Like I was coming for PJ. I was making smart comments at every little thing. And it was just like, okay, you know what? This is probably not hurting his his feelings. Like him and Rebecca seem to be fine. Like, let me chill on him. So I just, I definitely think that, you know, 
you get 30 minutes of like a weekend, really got an hour of a weekend trip. And just like, you know, you there was only one hour of that whole trip shown. So I think that a lot of our reactions towards PJ weren't shown. Mm-hmm. But also I do think that like Miami had a chance to, so it's like, we're at the reunion and you're hearing everyone say how Rebecca's like getting all this hate and stuff. And it's just like, for me, it's like Miami, you know exactly what happened and you have the opportunity to kind of like clear it up a little bit, you know, and to just like kind of help all of us out, but especially Rebecca. And I just feel like you played into like the TV drama instead of just like having a, a woman's back. And like, I don't like, that doesn't really sit too well with me. Cause it's I just think like, she's you, trying to come back for season two. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, people love her, so I wouldn't be surprised, to be honest, Mm -hmm. but I just, I I didn't really like that. And me and her aren't friends in real life. Like, I have only ever had two encounters with her, and one was Palm Springs, and the second was at that table. Wow. So, I don't really have any opinions towards her. I just, I just didn't really like that. I thought that she could have, like, just cleared the air a little bit better. Right, right. Especially when Rebecca's getting, was it death threats or something? Yes. Like, people were being really mean to her, and I just, like, you hear her sitting there, like, you, I don't know. You could have said something, especially when you, you were know? there to be like, nobody had my back. It would have been nice if you had Rebe- Rebecca's back in that moment. Exactly. I, yeah. I mean, I guess she accepted like Rebecca's apology or whatever, but. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I don't know if Rebecca got like a fair shake for me. I feel like we didn't get to know her the way you guys know her. And she's so beautiful. But I feel like, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Do you feel like we didn't get the full story with her? Like, I don't know. I feel like I didn't get to know her the way I know you or Amanda or Taylin. Yeah, so definitely not. I don't think that mm. Rebecca was shown in, okay. like we, you know, like I don't think that the world get got to see who she really is. Like Rebecca is mm-hmm. really the sweetest person and like the most calming. Like we didn't get person. that. Yeah. I know, and it's just like she really is in real life. So I just really like. I think that honestly, I think she has a really good opportunity though to like show her growth and just just like allow people to grow with her. Mm-hmm. But. um yeah, hopefully season two, like people, we can get in because she also has so many layers to her. And I think that her story herself is just really interesting. And like, I just would love for people to just know more about like where she comes from and like, you know, why she thinks the way that she does and just like why, you know, why she behaves that way in relationships that she has. Like, I just I, I really hope that we get to see more of that in the future. Totally, totally. And I, you know, I think that we would love to see more of her in season two. I want to ask you, uh, I got this question on Instagram when I said that I was talking to you, a lot of people were kind of in the first episodes, kind of first, second, like maybe the first or second episode, were thinking that you would be the villain, but then you made this whole like shift. Like, do you oh, ever... Th- what? Yeah, yeah. You, you didn't see that? Like you kind of... Not villain is not the right word, but like you were going like, to be the one that was going to... back... Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like not in like, I guess villain's not the right word, but I don't have a better word for it. But like, it's kind of like the one that's going to... Stri- yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think villains are hot. <laughs> <laughs> right? Um, right? Uh, so do you feel like you had like, were you surprised by the way that like, you had this like full emotional growth and then, you know, Jordan's comment and then starting your own business. Like people online were kind of attributing the two, but I would assume as entrepreneurs, we're both entrepreneurs. Like you thought about this way before Jordan made a comment. Yeah. So like I had come to Thailand's house to discuss this and then she just kind of like said that he said that or Mm -hmm. whatever. And so Mm -hmm. it was, yeah, I don't, it definitely was like a little bit motivating, but like I would not attribute like any of my motivation or desires or success to like that comment. 
Like, Good. absolutely Never not. to a man. We never give a man credit. <laughs> yeah. huh, period. Never. Thank you. Um, yeah, no, that's okay. That makes... That but I was, you know, I feel like I was kind of like, I feel like I was shown as the underdog, which is cool with me, honestly. Mm-hmm. I... When I it's funny because when I was watching like the first episode back and like I'm watching yeah. like the Black is Back party and like how I'm talking to Jordan like just say sorry like just say sorry to us it's just like okay girl like that I can see that I was maybe doing a lot but I'm glad that I have you know slight maturity and calmness in between like those two episodes or three episodes <laughs> or whatever yeah you were a lot calmer I'm glad than I'm I would have been villain. what'd you say. You- I said, listen, I know you're you're absolutely not the villain, but I think I think underdog's a better word. I'm gonna go with that because I think that I like that word a lot better. I think underdog, and that's why you had a full growth. And I think that if listen, if it was me, let me tell you, I, I would have cussed him out. <laughs> so that's you know how I would have handled it. So I was we were I was definitely trying to speak to him not on camera, but mm-hmm. like it just didn't really work out that way. Like we didn't have free time like outside right. of like we're filming all the time. So it's just like I have to continue with my daily lives and like there's cameras here for that. But like, I would have loved to kind of discuss it off camera, but you know, I'm um, with you. I'm with you. I came up to him at the party, tried to speak to him. He wasn't really feeling that, but also like he was upset too, because he feels like his words were not, um, relayed to me correctly. So I don't know. It's just, it was a lie. That's why I just be saying like, I don't really want to date within the friend group anymore. Like it's just too many you know, like if me and Jordan didn't have the same friends, it would he it would have just been like a conversation that he had at the gym. But it's like because we share the same circle, it's now come back to me because these are also my friends. Absolutely. But do you I mean I talked to Amanda about this too, and I was like, the guys to me seemed more shit starters than you guys. Like I feel like the guys were kind of like they they were like creating a lot of the gossip and the drama. I was surprised. I don't know. Jared said, or who said that they don't do drama? Um mm. <laughs> But no, I I don't know. I just feel like we're just such a close-knit circle. So it's just yeah. like if you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, like it's going to come back. And it's just like, you know, we are kind of grown. So we don't need to be having like these, like this is like giving high school drama to me. But Right, right. And, you know, guys in their mid-20s too are a little bit like you guys are a lot more mature than they are. They're, guys in their 20s are still kind of in high school, let's be honest. <laughs> For real. And Jordan's actually only 24 and I'm 26. So he's a little baby, you know, and you have success Uh and uh, plus like you're good looking and you have the, you know, the Tesla SUV and like you start Mm -hmm. thinking you're hot shit. I I know how it works because I've worked in this industry. He he should think that he's hot shit, you know, like he definitely should live in that space, but just not with me though. You know what I'm saying? There you go. It's not good for a relationship. You you should think you're hot shit, but you can't, in a relationship, you have to humble yourself a little bit. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He'll, he'll learn that. He's only 20. He's like a child. Um, so he'll figure it out. Um, you, and I think that I want to ask you about, um, oh my God, I just lost it. What am I today? I think not having Instagram honestly is like throwing me off today. I need Um, it. So I have cute content I want to upload. Okay. I know we need this to back. Mark Zuckerberg, if you're listening, which probably aren't, can you please (laughs) upload this shit and get it together? Because I have things to post and so does Brianna. Please. Um, Right. We have cute things that we need to be posting in these streets. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a 
happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, I want to get to... Um, so Thailand and Mexico, right? Like all of that kind of friendship drama. And she was really trying to keep it off camera. Did you guys feel like they were doing it for the camera? I don't remember their names because they just didn't make an Candace impact on me. Kaylin? Yeah, dude, were they doing that stuff for the camera? Like, do you you know what I mean? Like, because people start no, acting different. I, no, you know, I okay. just like Candace and Kaylin are just like a good time. Like, they're just, okay. you know, they're just really like the life of the party. They're mm-hmm. outgoing. They're expressive. Like, they, in any, it's just like really like sometimes it's just not the setting for that. But like, right. they're. I don't think that they were going big because the cameras. Like, absolutely not. Like, Candace is like the type of person like. She barely posts on Instagram. Like she just is like a, a I don't even know how to say it. Like she just floats above. Like she's not with the crowd. Like she's not really aware of like social media or just like okay. things like that. Like it's just like to be on TV for her. It's just like, she don't even, like, it doesn't matter to her, you know? So I don't think I that you. she was just trying to be cool for the cameras. No, absolutely not. Okay. Good to know. I, I'm just trying to get through all the, the questions that people kind of were, were bringing up about the season. Yeah, um, sure. Another one is obviously the rent, right? Like that brought up mm-hmm. a lot of topics and everyone was talking about it. Everyone's weighing in online. Um, I agreed with you. Um, Period, though, okay. Yeah, I agreed with you. Even though I'm a man, like I, mm-hmm. you know, date men. If, if the man is making, this is how I see it. If he's making mm-hmm. more than me, um, he should pay for dinner and then I should be able to treat every so often if I feel inclined. And, you know... <laughs> And if you should pay the rent. If like if that's something you can do, you should do it. Like I, I mean, I don't know. And I take care of I you in agree. ways that rent will not do. So yeah. Exactly. So when people are like, oh, 50 relationships should be 50-50, it's like 50-50 mm-hmm. does not have to mean financially. Like you can pay all of the bills. You can pay 100% of the bills, and I can still support you in other ways that makes yes. you feel like, okay, yes, this is a partnership. I just like I hate that like when people say like equal, like they're basing that off of like how much money you make. Like me personally, like I'm not dating a man that can't afford to pay rent. So it's just like, I don't even have to like, like that was like a one-off situation where it's like, okay, maybe we should discuss this on that first date with Chaz. But it's like genuinely or like generally, like if I'm going to date with you, like I already know that you can afford rent. And like, if you don't want to pay, like, and it's just, I don't know. I just feel like it's, there's nothing wrong with like that being like your standard or your, like what you require in a relationship. It's just like, that's just what you want. And that's literally fine. Cause there's people out here who will pay rent. So it's just like, I don't have to settle for someone who doesn't. But I do think that there's a difference between like splitting rent with your boyfriend and like splitting a mortgage with your husband. Oh, because okay, at so, that point, hmm. <laughs> because can you break that, that point, down? Break I know, that right? Down. Let me get into it. Yeah. So at that point, right, we're married. We're probably sharing our finances. Like, it's just like, you know, we're probably sharing our money. And so, like, I think that that's fine. But I, that still doesn't mean, like, I'm paying 50-50 on mortgage. It just means, like, the m- money for the mortgage is coming out of our account. 
Oh, okay. I got you. I'm with you. I, I like that because it's like, it's more solidified. So what you were saying is more for like when you're dating someone they sh- and you're living together, but you're not married. It's a little different. I see. Right. Okay. So like, and also it's just like, if you move in with your partner, like if I move in with a man, like why would I split the rent that you're already paying? Oh, now I, okay. Now this is like making a lot more sense because I think the way people were saying it was like, it was making it seem very like, like opportunistic, but it's not like you're moving into, why would you then all of a sudden pay half? Like it doesn't make sense. But also I just feel like there is like a stigma where it's like, like a, like a black woman or a woman of color. If we're like, Oh, we want our man to pay the rent. It's like, Oh, you're a gold digger. But it's like, I do feel like if a white woman says like, she wants a man who makes six figures has this kind of car, has this kind of house, who's going to take care of her. It's like, Oh, absolutely. Like, of course you get that. But it's like, Mm. just as a black woman, a woman of color, they're like, Oh, you need to grind with your man. Like you're on the come up. It's just like, no, I don't have to do that. No, you don't have to do any. Like, you don't I, really do that. Mm, 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 mm. And you don't. I, and I know a lot of white women, you know, growing up in Orange County, like you and they, like you said, they were going after the men for the money and they were very honest about money. But it seems like when in, especially like, obviously on a public platform, when you talk mm-hmm. about money, people are like, you shouldn't bring it up. And it's like, well, that's important because if you're not in the same, for example, like if you were dating someone who's making far less money than you and you want to go on a really lavish trip to Mexico, it's not going to mm-hmm. happen right? Like, how is that going to happen? You're going to have to pay for all of it. Like how that's not, that's not, you're going to end up resenting the person if you do it year after year after year. Exactly. I just, I feel like I watched something where someone, um, a woman was saying that like her husband invited her on a trip and she couldn't afford it. And so he was just like, okay, well like you don't have to come. Like I'll just go with my family then. And it's just like, oh my God, I would break up with you. No, there's no more blowjobs for you. (laughs) Period. Period. See ya. Um, that's Mm -hmm. really, that's foul. Well, I think it's funny because like men want independent woman in this idea of what they think independence is which is like mm-hmm. financially independent but then they also want a woman who's traditional i'm like what what do you want like they don't exactly. i think men just don't know what they want <laughs> like i can't be at home and clean the house and like cook dinner for you every night if i'm also yeah. working a full-time job also like mm. it needs to be 50 50 it does and i think it depends it also depends on the relationship there's a, like my uncle is a plastic surgeon and he's very very wealthy but their relationship became better when my aunt had a job and paid for her own stuff like some relationships are just different but i think that again you're not speaking for every relationship so i think it's funny when people get triggered by one person's comment that's your life that's your choice exactly. to date a man of means or whatever and you're also not going oh well he has money so i don't care if he has a person like you still care about other things no <laughs> i absolutely want to be like sick in love like i yes. like there's so many men with money like you need to have passion you need to have like loyalty you need to make me feel like i am just obsessed with you so it's just yes. like just like having money is just like the bare minimum i feel like, that's you just I, definitely not all of it i feel i've dated people that were very very rich and there was no passion and i need that throw me against a wall vibe you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> yes, need that too. Yeah. but i would just also never like want to fully depend on a man like for never. everything Never. Yeah, like just because you're paying the bill doesn't mean that I can't also. The only man I've ever depended on is my dad, and that's it. Like I'm not gonna depend really financially on that, a man ever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. <laughs> um, talk to me a little bit about G Wagon guy before I let you go. What happened with Pateri. that? Teary. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I did another podcast, and the girl on the podcast told me that he went out on a date with one of her friends. Oh. But I guess it was a long time ago, but I just thought that was the funniest thing ever. Like, the world is so small, but 
especially LA, it's like a cesspool of dating. Everyone dated each other, especially yeah, in the gay he community. He actually lives in Harlem. Um, so he was like oh, okay. coming back and forth. Um, he, he has like a lot of friends out here. Sometimes his work will require him to be out here. But yeah, me and him are just like friends right now. I saw him when I was in New York. Um, okay. He came to Thailand's event. But yeah, I'm not really dating right now. So I am just trying to like really focus on myself and build my own career and just take everything that's been happening in and just really be present. And also like he just like he lives in New York. So it's just hard to. Totally. Yeah. It, it, but people listen, love I'm him though. People, people on Twitter need to calm down. Okay. <laughs> like I get that y'all think he is so fine, but like I'm not, sh- I'm not, I'm not tagging him in any pictures. I'm not giving on his Instagram. Good. No. Good, good. I love that for you. I mean, listen, I, you know, when the pandemic hit, I stopped dating and no guys, no sex and my career has taken off. I don't think that's a coincidence. (laughs) For real, but wait, so at the end of that date, when he kissed me on the cheek, so my mom watched it and she was like, was that so awkward? And I like, what did you think? Did it look awkward to you? I thought it looked kind of sensual for a cheek kiss. (laughs) Right? Right. I liked it. It kind of lingered. There was like... (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I got like a little it. butterfly. That's yeah. so funny. No, it wasn't awkward at all, but I was cracking okay. up. My mom was like, that was so awkward. I'm like, girl, no, was it? Your mom <laughs> is funny and her friends reaching out. I mean, she's cracking me up. That's funny. I My mom, I need to teach her. Like, I need to like, give her a social media course on how to like not respond to people and like be a little calm. She just goes hard and love her. I love that. No, she doesn't need any help. I, I like that your mom's like being herself and doing her thing. Cause I have a friend who's on, um, was on summer house on Bravo and her mom goes hard mm. as well on social media. So I think it's, I think it's sweet. It's like their way of protecting you. I think it's sweet. Yeah. She's a lot, but love her. And I was, <laughs> it's so crazy because like, I'm really open with my mom. So like, I speak to her about sex, about my relationship. So I wasn't yeah. really nervous for her to watch. I was nervous for my grandfathers to watch because oh. like I, you know, that makes so, me nervous. Yeah. Ah, like one of my grandpas is only 67 and then my other one is like 78 almost 80 and i was mm-hmm. really nervous for him to watch it because like he's from the south he's old i'm just like i was wilding on tv papa like i'm sorry what did he think he loved it though honestly oh, you know what? i feel like you know like sometimes when people are like a little older like they don't even get the jokes or they don't like pick up on every little detail so like he was like i loved it you look great i'm like thank you papa good you didn't hear me like in mexico asking about raw sex like great glad you missed that scene whoops (laughs) um wait oh i wanted to ask you about that scene because that scene did kind of bother me the way pj was like oh and like i can't believe she's so like rebecca's being so open about uh sex That was such a double standard. I'm like, y'all are walking around talking about your dingling this and dingling that. And then it's like, she's open about it. I was like, what? So in- it's just very childish to me. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, sex is just a normal part of life. And I just like, it's perfectly normal to discuss it and to like have open conversations. And like, if you love head, like who does it? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, I don't know. It was weird to see like those facial expressions. And then for him to be like, eat your eggs, Becky. It's just like, PJ, sh- like shut up shut your mouth please sir please i really wanted to like him and then he just kept letting me down you know what's crazy Um, like men like straight men love pj like they are like pj hive right no i like pj too though i do like no i don't not like pj but he's very like i thought he was gonna be like cool and kind of like character on tv that's yeah i thought he was gonna be like 
I don't know. I thought he was going to be a little more suave, and he just kind of is barstool sports to me. Yeah, so I think that kind of he. I want him to like next season. Hopefully, um, like I want him to live in it. Like just be that guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Don't try to be a good guy and then fuck over people. That's a that's a thing for me. I'm like, just be honest with like even at the reunion, he was so angry, and I'm like. Why are you I just, coming I think in that so he hot? just holds a lot of guilt. And I feel like he genuinely, because he is like a nice guy. I feel like he felt genuinely bad. But instead of like taking that ownership and accountability, he was more trying to like relieve himself of guilt and like to mm-hmm. make his image a little better. But I just, I think that he, I think that PJ is struggling still. It's just like how he was portrayed on TV versus like who he is in real life as well. So it's just I mean, tough. Like I just, I do like have, I just want everyone to know, like, you know, these are our lives and everything, but like, also you only got to see four and a half hours of our lives. And so just never forget that, like, we are people and these are like characters on a TV show. It's very well said because you film so many hours and a lot of it ends up on the cutting room floor and a lot of people don't see that. So yeah, I'm happy that you mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I I love talking to you and I feel like I'm going to start crying like Thailand does because yes, I've just yes. had so much fun with you. Like I, know, I think I you're wonderful. Thank oh, you. Good. That's all I want is for you to have a good time. Tell us about Buttered by Brie and like what's next for you or if there's anything you want to plug. Yeah, so Buttered by Brie, I'm going to release um a new scent. It's called Boom Boom Butter. I'm going to do that Ooh. around Sweetest Day because this butter is a little more oily. It has pheromones in it and it's meant to really be like used in a two person or just multiple, per- whatever you want to do, multiple person setting where it's like, it just more is like a massage type of butter. So that will be coming October 16th or before. And also I'm going to release like a limited edition birthday butter because it's my birthday month and we're going up. Yes. I love just- it. Wait, is that like sexy cream? I, I think the gays need to get in on this too. Okay, so the Please. gays need to get yes, yes. yes, it is like sexy cream. Literally, okay. that is a perfect description of it. And it is amazing. And it smells like vanilla and amber. And it is my favorite. And it is, I sold it in during Valentine's Day um, this year, but it's just like a test run. But everyone loved it. So I'm really excited to bring that back. I love that. No, I'm really excited for what's next. And I hope we get a, you know, a second season. And just to Me wrap too. up, we need a second season. We need it. We <laughs> Isa, need it. I need it. We all need it. Isa, if you're listening, me and Brianna are coming over for brunch. And Please, girl. season two. Yes. Season, season two, two us. I love it. I'm so down. Um, I can't wait to see that. And I just wanted to kind of end with this because I like to ask people, you know, especially with reality TV, like I said, I know a lot of people on it. Is there a one scene or one conversation or one thing that you wish just let's erase that? Like, yes, that? the Mexico scene where I'm talking to Kim, we're playing truth or dare. And I'm like, I definitely, I promise I asked more than just it when's the last time he had raw sex. <laughs> but like that scene can go. That was iconic. Uh, that could... I don't want that to go. That's like <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? I think that's pretty much it. And okay. I just watched it again for the first time yesterday, and I wasn't. It's so crazy. Like, I didn't cringe at all. So oh, good. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> didn't cringe, but yeah, that scene can go. Just so I could like, sh- you know, proudly walk up to like my family on Thanksgiving and be like, "How'd you guys feel about the show?" I just like my family's thinking like, "Girl, we saw you." 
in Mexico. Oh my God. People have done mm-hmm. a lot worse things, just not on camera. So I get it. That's, true, true, that's true. Tough. No, but you, you've you've carried yourself wonderfully. And I again, I've loved having you. Um, everyone go follow. What's your Instagram? So everyone can it follow you. Brie Ride or Die. Okay. Brie Ride or Die on everything. Love it. Love it. Um, thank you so much for being here. Everyone go watch Yay. Sweet Life Los Angeles on HBO Max. Um, I've loved having you here. And just uh, Amanda's episode will drop tomorrow. And then next week we have Ebony K. Williams um, from Roni. So we have a lot of fun things coming up. I'm also going to be on Dr. Phil this month, which is exciting. Ooh. So everyone just stay tuned for that. Um, thank you, Brianna. You've been wonderful. And I can't wait to hang out in LA. We need to get a drink or something. Period, please. Thank you so much for having me, Amir. Honestly, this is the best time. Thanks for listening to this episode of The Take On. The Take On is produced by Dory Berenstein and Alan Seals, edited by Kyle Moore, and is a proud member of the Broadway Podcast Network. You can find out more about me and The Take On at bpn.fm backslash The Take On. And of course, on my Instagram at Amir Yas official. Yes, honey, we're official. Make sure to subscribe and rate The Take On wherever you stream your podcast and keep tuning in for more amazing guests. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.